Hi, my name is Aaron McManus, and you are listening to the Battle Ready Podcast. I'm here with special guest Tess Roy. Hello, everyone. Is this this is the first time you're joining us? This is the first time. You've been in the booth. Mm-hmm. You've been here. Mm-hmm. So you've had nods. You've had like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've slowly moments. made my way closer Co- to you. Closer. <laughs> now you're here. I'm here. You're and you're in the boss's chair. I am. Some some say that I'm. No, no one says. No, that say it. Please say it. No, say it. Some might say <laughs> that I am the boss. You're, that you might I'm be the boss. No, you're just kidding. Okay. Um, well, we, we attempted to start this episode, and mm-hmm. right when we began, mm-hmm. the actual boss walked in. He did. He's supposed to not be in the office today. I immediately started sweating. <laughs> <laughs> and I was then, like, here's your chair, sir. So then 30 minutes later, because yep. me and him had a chat, we, wanted, we had to talk. Mm-hmm. And then now we're here. We are on the pod. We made with it. Tess Roy. Before you were Tess Roy, I knew you before you were Tess Roy. I know. I think we should talk a little bit about our relationship. About how we met? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Okay. So? I'm here all the time, so please okay, okay. go for it. So apparently you lived in what New York. apparently? Apparently. I lived in New York. <laughs> I did. I was there. I can show you. Okay. But I didn't know. But I knew. I knew. I knew. Okay, so you lived in New York. Yes. You came back. Yes. You had a job to do. Yes. Which was to rebrand Mosaic. Sure. Right? It was really to take over social media. I gave myself the promotion. Okay, great. Congrats on the promotion. (laughs) (laughs) They were paying me, they paid me $150 a month. Well. Yeah. And then you worked your way up. Yeah. Okay, great. 250. So you were under the impression that you needed- That's not a joke, by the way. Okay. That was gas money and I didn't even have a car. (laughs) What you ended up getting a car, and I ended up using that car. <laughs> talk about it. Let's talk about okay, it. Okay. Okay. So you come to LA to rebrand Mosaic and to do social media, whatever. Okay. And then you're looking for help. I like. How I, do I come onto the scene? I oh, so you, do you want me to do? The, I'll do the part. I'll yes. do the part where I'm until I meet yes. you. Yes. 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 Okay. So allegedly, I lived in New York. <laughs> <laughs> so I was li- I was living in New York City. Mm-hmm. I I had kind of had like my a faith moment. I was kind of figuring out like wh- what I always believed in God. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like necessarily believe in the church and believe that like it was important. And so I was kind of going through this like faith journey in my life. Um, and I come back to LA. I was working for Yves Saint Laurent. I was working for Saint Laurent at the time. Mm-hmm. I was coming back in hopes that there was a full time job for me on the on the more creative side. Got it. And I was working on the corporate side and the more creative side. So I, I was, we were having issues, like they, they weren't ready to like bring me on full time in the, the wholesale. I was like hustling, going back and forth between both sides. They were, I was getting like shared and I was getting paid no money, not because I was the lowest person on the totem pole, mm-hmm. but I learned a lot. Cause when you, when this is the thing, when you're the lowest person, you're, you, you only get as much value as you put in. It's true. So I would just ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. I would get coffee. I would do the interns jobs because I wanted access to people. Mm-hmm. I would do, you know, like I would just do yeah. that. So when I came back to LA, there was a potential that I would get a, a, a better job. Right. And there was an offer. Mm-hmm. When I came back, I was like, no, I think I actually need to like help my dad at Mosaic. Okay. Start over. So I turned down, a, I think, a, a potentially like lucrative job for uh, very much so not, not at all. Right. So my dad's like, look, you can like come on and you can, and one of our guys will give you an eye, something to do. Great. So I came back and there wasn't really much of a creative team. 
people were creative. There was dancers, there was actors, there was mm-hmm. people in the industry, but there really wasn't like a design team, a photography team, a film, a film team that was shooting videos for church, none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So MSC was just starting, just That's getting started, right. yeah. just starting to play music. And my background was music. When I came back, they were like, look, we have this thing called Instagram. And I was like, I just deleted mine. Mm-hmm. And Why did like, you delete it so soon? Because I was just, I had had it for three years, like early, early mm-hmm. on. And I was just kind of over it. Mm-hmm. So you've always been this way. <laughs> I've always been this way. Okay, keep going. I've always been this way. So then I, I took over Mosaics. I think it was at 2,000? I think it was at 4,000. 4,000. Yeah, okay. I remember the screenshot. I took it. Okay, 4,000. Mm-hmm. It was busted. It was busted. Busted. Hot trash. Hot garbage. It was <laughs> Garbage, bad. Bad. as you say. The logos were bad. The, was bad. Everything was bad. Yes. And that's not a knock to the past. It was. No. Just, it was, culture was moving faster than our brand was. Exactly. That's a great way to put it. So when I came back, I asked Mariah, I was like, do you know anyone who does graphic design? Mm-hmm. Anyone who can just help me? Be like yep. an intern, part-time, just mm-hmm. help with design. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, my friend Tess goes to Fitum, and she had just met you maybe a little bit before in mm-hmm. that summer. I went to her Bible study. Yes, mm-hmm. and I was, and she's like, she might be a hot mess, but like you'll love her. She's great. I was, and you had purple hair. <laughs> Can we, we're gonna find a photo of this. You had purple hair, and you were from Victorville. Where you gotta out me like I'm that? I'm sorry, the desert. <laughs> and we did a shoot over Easter, and I was like, "What's Victorville like?" And you were like, "You always ask me what Victorville is like." It Easter. looks like this. Yeah. Remember the Joshua Tree oh, shoot? Yes, yes, yes. And you're yes, like, yes. look, this was yes. like my backyard. Yeah. A little <laughs> sad. Dirt. Very like, sad. it's very sad. It's sad. You were like there for two hours and you were like, I hate Joshua Tree. I drove Tree. up and said, I hate this place. Yeah. It's fine. Anyways. Okay. So, so then. Mariah introduces me to you. Mm-hmm. You started becoming like, it happened quick. Intern. Part-time. Yes. Full-time. Yep. You were full-time before I was full-time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know about that. I think so. Okay. Because me and Andy started this, and Carlos started on the same day, and you were already on no, staff. No, 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 no. Carlos and I started on the same day. So you me and, and Andy, Andy started did. on the same day. Yes. You and Carlos started first. Me and Andy started second. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we we get linked up, and then we just start going in on graphics. Totally. And then how quickly into that did you meet Eric, mm-hmm. your husband? Like probably six months later. No. Yes. So so end of summer to then wait, December or January. Yeah, yeah. We met in November. That's not six months, what my is girl. That? That's three months. No. August, September. I didn't move back till October okay, fully. September fine. fully. Three months. Three months. Three months. But we did hang out at MTN. We did. I met you there. So we must have met in the middle of the summer and then. But I met you before you moved back. We did at MTN. I shook we your hung hand. Out. Shook my hand. I was like, I, I have a you. photo of the four of us, me, you, my sister, dad, escaping so, the camp. Yes. That was the next year. That, that was the was, next year. That was when we rebranded everything and we're like, we can't call it this. We should call it MTN. Okay, so we weren't we weren't hanging out. Yes. Okay, so then we start working together. Mm-hmm. And basically, ev- <laughs> we everyone hated us. Yes. There was a season. We were sort of we were, were sort of the police. What do you mean? I mean, everyone was doing whatever the heck they wanted to with the brand. Yes. Making shirts. Making shirts, making, making graphics, graphics, making let's print this out. Let's do a flyer. Let's do this. And yes. so we were like, stop. Yeah. It please. Stop it, please. Please, sir, ma'am. Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. Yes. So then we really started taking not like tight control, but more control over the brand. But to to in contrast, we were like the regime. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we were tough. <laughs> we were tough. And we were figuring it out. Yes. Agreed. And so then, well, yeah, we were with each other every day. Every day. Every single day. 
ev- every day. And then we got an office. And then we were like in the corner of the office, always on a computer, yes, always pulling. It was just inspo. the two of us for a year. When did we years? find Nick? I think like two years in. Two years in. Yeah, I was like, why are we doing this by ourselves? It was tough. It was tough. And then we convinced them that if they want things, they need to give us things. Yes. Like like a Nicole. Like a Nicole. Yes. It's basically someone who could help with the workload. Totally. Because I she didn't was like, really design. She like, it was sort of helpful at the beginning, but she was like a, like a classic photographer. That was, I mean, she was content creator. Totally. And so we were like, yes, but we need help with graphic design. Can you learn it? And she did. It was kind of crazy too. We're hopping a little bit in the first few years because we're figuring out mm-hmm. how this story. And this is bad because I'm her, her husband's my best friend. Tess is my other best friend. <laughs> we're but I was all, your best friend first. You were my best friend first. So, wait, so you meet Eric mm-hmm. and then you're like, look, he doesn't get our relationship. Because <laughs> you, were, you were my best friend. Yes. Before I met Eric. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so I was like, so listen. Yeah. This relationship between us is a thing already, you and me. And I'm like, you gotta, you gotta get it right with Aaron. I was telling Eric that. Yeah, yeah. And so I begged both of you separately. Let's sit down and have a breakfast. Yes. I'm like, just give it a shot. And both of you are kind of like, um, both of your energy was a little tough. We were, we were young, <laughs> stupid, <laughs> arrogant. Mm-hmm elitist yes and mostly just stupid okay circling back to stupid stupid. got it (laughs) but we me and eric sit down to have breakfast Uh and we sit down across from the scientology center scary because i was like look like (laughs) if this goes bad i'll just give them to them i'm kidding (laughs) sorry that took a turn so so we we sat down we hung out and we hung for hours we ended up hitting it off we became really close thank god thank Thank god god and then you guys quickly got married. Maybe within the next year, right? We were engaged in like three months following. But then when did you, you got married the next November? Yeah. Yeah. So within a year. All in all. Like yeah. So, which is, that is not recommended. <laughs> Would you recommend it? No, actually. No, right? No. No. It's something we laugh at. I we was do. at Eric last night. So we had dinner last yes. night. We do a dinner every week. Yes. We, we say this and I hope this doesn't sound like uh, scary or bad. Right. But we like, we say if we didn't do that, we probably wouldn't have made it. Like Eric and I. If we wouldn't, right. if we would have waited longer, we probably wouldn't have made it. <laughs> <laughs> But it's hitting you. <laughs> it is hitting me. It's hitting me. You've, you've never said it like that before. You both say the same things. You yes. guys are really open about yes. your relationship. Yes. Um, rocky start. Rocky start. <laughs> but now you're, you have, you guys have a daughter. Yes. Named Rooney. Rooney. How old is she now? And she, and you're actually her godfather. Godfather. Yeah. I love her you're so much. You're the godfather. She, <sighs> what'd you say? What'd you ask me? I love her so much. So how old is she now? Uh, she's. Almost 18 months, right? Like 15 months or something? 15 months. Okay. Yeah. And then Eric is awesome. Eric is awesome. Eric is awesome. Yep. It's it's crazy how it works. It all worked out. Mm-hmm. You still like me more. I like, I, I, <laughs> you, to be honest, this is how it is. I like your daughter more than both of you. That's, that ain't right. It is right. I like, because it's, because this is how I look at it. She's half of both of you into one person. I get that. So of very, course she's going to be my favorite person. That's actually very sweet. It's very sweet. Yes. So here's the deal. We find Nicole two years in. Yes. And we find her. Through the very same vessel we were building, which was Instagram. Exactly. She found and I was us running, through the- I was running the social media. Yes. And she DM'd me. Yes. And I was like, well, okay. Like I looked at her profile and I was like, she's really into nature and stuff. Kind of weird, but yeah. we could work, around, we yeah, could work yeah. around that. Yeah. And so I DM her back and I'm like, hey, would love to grab coffee with you. Yeah, yeah. Let's hang out. 
And then she responds, I live in San Diego, so let me know when when there's a good time. And I was like, you live in San Diego? This is already not helpful. Not, this, this doesn't work. <laughs> this is already us. more work. I thought she was in San Francisco. No, she had just recently moved back. From San Francisco exactly, to San Diego. Okay, exactly. Yeah. And so then I was like, all right, let's see if let's see if it happens. And so I was like, are you free on Thursday? And she was like, I am. So she drove up two hours just to meet, to do a little meet and greet. And we hit it off. And it was like, That's wow, awesome. this is awesome. And I was like, I want to encourage you to come on the team and start the internship. So she started the internship. Okay. And that sort of involved into she did Mosaic College, and then we ended up hiring her later on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So was she awesome. was hired before Mosaic College. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. we created she my helped. timeline is a little sketchy. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So should we talk about your Instagram handle? Like when I met you? No. We should talk about it. Aaron. No. That is so. <laughs> I didn't realize what a mess you were when I got you. I was a hot mess. Hot mess. But I was too. Yeah. And they yes. were figuring things out with both Totally. Of us. And we were like, are we doing this together? And we were like, yeah, let's <laughs> figure it, it out. <laughs> and then when Nicole came, it was like amazing because then there was the three of us. Totally. And then I was do- trying to do other things. Yeah, but even before <laughs> Nicole was Austin. Austin was before Nicole? No. Nicole was around before I was and then but, I came on staff. But were you, uh, oh, you did? Yeah. Nicole was an intern. Nicole interned before I came on staff and then. Wow. It'd be like that. She was working for Yahoo. Oh, yes. Which, where the heck yeah. is Yahoo? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which, where is Yahoo? So then Austin comes in. Yes. St. John. Yep. So now was, we're, it's kind of the four of us. Then it's the four of us. Yes. And I remember though, because it is, let's go back in time a little bit. Okay. Before we met Nicole, mm-hmm. I was taking the photos. Yes. And they were hot garbage as well. They were but better. They were better than the iPhone photos they were taking before. I was like, we can do something. We can with do something this. with this. Yes. So, and honestly, it was like, I was just, it was like you dribble a basketball and hope that you find other people who play basketball. Exactly. I just, we bought a camera. Yep. And we're like, we're going to find someone. Yeah. To. You were like, hopefully, if I hold this device, someone else that holds that same device will find me. Will find me. Yeah. And we did. It worked. We met a couple guys. We did. And we started a <laughs> photography team. Yes. And, and they actually, like, really knew what they were doing. And so I was like, hey, just use my camera. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and you don't need And me. then eventually people were like, oh, I have my own camera. And we we're like, yeah. amazing, even better. So one of so <laughs> one thing that we learned, I think, in that situation was that don't hide the create the creatives. Exactly. Don't hide them. Exactly. Don't put them in the back room. Mm-hmm. Put them in the front. Yep. Because you need more creatives. Exactly. You're always trying to be more creative. Mm-hmm. And you need new people. Exactly. So we would have the photographers discreetly, but yeah. Obviously. In the wild. In the like shooting and, you know, in mm-hmm. the lobbies outside, connecting mm-hmm. with people, taking portraits. Exactly. They were a part of the 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 entire experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we've we've gone as far as that evolved really to us putting all of the creatives in a box for conference. Exactly. I was going to ask you about that. Okay, well, should we wait? No. No, no, it's good time. Okay. It's a good time to talk so about. What which conference that was into the unknown? Mm, no. The one after that. The one after the future of it was the future of. It was. The future of. That was probably the coolest thing we did for that conference. Yeah, we put, we had the idea and I was like, look, we all the time, uh, the craves are my, some of my favorite parts, mm-hmm. right? You get to see the music. Mm-hmm. You, if you look hard enough, you can see the production because right. they're all usually wearing black and hiding. Yep. But then, you know, you see the speakers, but you don't ever see the creatives. You don't ever right, see the people right. that are like 
hustling to make everything happen. Mm-hmm. Or staying up late in the back room to like edit the video. We don't sleep for three days while exactly. we do conferences, we right? We love them. We love them. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to highlight them, but I also wanted one of the biggest questions we get is like, how do you build this kind of a team? Totally. And we had, when we started the first conference, I think we had started just hitting a stride with creative. Totally. We were like, okay, we're doing stuff that other people Like we integrated are some merch pieces and we were like, oh my gosh, our, yeah. merch mer- our, like our first, first merch collection, you know? Yeah. And, and to the point where the last conference, we literally rented a storefront and it had a line out the door for yes, three days. Exactly. And people were like, oh, we don't understand how this is happening, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you want to understand how this is happening? We had to sell merch to pay for the stage that we wanted. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it was like, this has to sell uh-huh. if we're going to let other things be and cool. And it did. And it did. Mm-hmm. And, and it was really cool. And mm-hmm. so my thing would be this. What are some things that you learned mm-hmm. in the beginning that you would do different? Yes. And then I have a bunch of questions for you. Okay, cool. So I would say... Well, it took forever, number one, to get yeah. Nicole. And I would say that took too long. And there was a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, why are we doing this by ourselves? Like this is so, and I think okay. for me, if I ever get in like a creative rut or if I ever get stuck, yeah, I know like the fastest way for me to, to burn out, and I hate that word, um, is to do it by myself. And so I'm like looking at this two years and I'm like, I'm looking at other teams like worship team, production team, like they all have people. What am yeah. I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. And so we started the buddy system, which was like find system. find literally one other person yeah. and start doing life with that person. Yeah. And it was so much fun. And so, like one of my things of like who I look for for people is number one, that they're willing. Yes. Yeah. And number two, that I enjoy them. Yeah. And so I really enjoyed Nicole. And so I was like, let's just do this thing and let's figure it out together. Yeah. And we did, and she didn't know graphic design, yeah. but I didn't really know graphic design to be honest when I got hired. Yeah, d- yeah, I was. So like, there's also that whole thing, you know. <laughs> I had to. We had to literally hire another Tess, who who actually was a legit graphic designer. Yeah. Yes, it's true. Tra- she was so tra- much better, tra- and she train- helped us. And I was like, hey, I need you. And she ended up being the little sister of one of my good friends in New York. And yeah. he was like, can you please grab coffee with her? She just yeah. moved to LA, back to LA. Yeah. And then I was like, hey. <laughs> So Would you ever t- want to work <laughs> with our team and just teach? Like, yes, teach our team. And she was uh-huh. like, she's she's so sweet. I yes. would love to. Yeah. So and she, she did. would literally just show you how to do her job. Yes. And you and you learned so much. I did. I'm like, wait, how'd you do that again? <laughs> and she would just teach me all the like the little fine details about it, which yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So one okay, so I would say this. So the first question was, what would you tell your 21 year old self? You started working oh, for gosh. us at 21, right? Like literally 21. 21 years old. Yeah. So what would you tell yourself? Oh my gosh. <laughs> don't do life alone. Yes. Don't do life alone and find people to do life with that you enjoy. Like okay. you enjoy them. Okay. When you, I think those are two great things. Okay. Because I think people who surround you oftentimes either sharpen you or make you more dull, mm-hmm. right? Um, the, your friends, when you came to Mosaic at that age, do, do you feel like those were all still your same friends? Um, there are a couple. Yeah. But most of them, no. Okay. Why, why do you think that is? Do you think it was church? Do you think it was age? Do you think it was? I think a little bit of both. I think like when, so I was new to LA. And okay. so I just kind of like latched on to anyone. Yeah. And so I, I don't think there's a problem with that necessarily. No, because you I, have to make your first yes. friends. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, oh, maybe I wouldn't like choose you next round, you know, like yeah. to the to the finals yeah. or whatever. Top take, three. Take you to the finals. Yeah. Or top, top eight in MySpace, whatever, okay. whatever you want to do. Oh, gosh. Um, but then I do think that those people. Your close friends on Instagram. Well, yes, exactly. Yes. Um, but I do think those people always introduce you to people that you'll connect with more or like, oh my gosh, yes. we have a way better relationship. And so yeah. I do think, and part of it was missional. Yeah. And so I think some of those people were like, 
in a season of life where, you know, they're just going to school and they're like need to find a church to plug into for the time being. Right. And then you meet the people that you're on mission with, which right. is like a totally different thing. Right, right. And I think that part, you you just have a deeper relationship with them right off the bat. Yep. Which is like when I met you, it's like, oh, when you're on the same mission, yeah. you just go faster together. Yeah. yeah. And you're probably the only person who could deal with me at the time. What do you mean? You were, were sim- personalities wise, we were pretty similar. Yes. Like we could work really hard, mm-hmm. really fast. Yes. Stay up late, mm-hmm. work early. Mm-hmm. We were, neither one of us were waking up early back then. No. But, but now you wake up so early, I don't get I, it. I think it's just getting older, to be honest. Like oh, as I've gotten older, I just like today I woke up at 530 and I'm like, I don't understand. Stressful. I don't, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. So anyways, so I think a lot of it was finding people that – a rule that we we kind of adapted in the last, I guess – how long have you been on staff? Uh, seven years. Almost okay. eight. So I've been on seven years, I think. Almost mm-hmm. seven years. Mm-hmm. So one thing that we kind of adopted was you you don't have to be on team with people you don't like. Yes. You got to like them. Yeah. You don't, it is, you don't have to be best friends. Totally. But you got to like appreciate being around each other's totally. company. Totally. Totally. I think that one often, I think uh, something that gets kind of complicated is churches for everybody. And yes, it is mm-hmm. for everybody to go. Mm-hmm. But when you're building teams, like sometimes you got to use what you got. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you, you got to like create teams where it's just fun to be on. Totally. You know, and the more fun it is to be on them, the more like joy attracts other people. Yep. Kindness attracts other people. It's a gravity. It's a, it, it, there's gravity. There's an ethos. Mm-hmm. There's a, you know, a gravitas to it. Yep. Um, so here's, here's, here's my thing. Here's another question. Mm-hmm. How do you balance giving direction and respecting your team's own creative voice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but how do we manage and wor- what's the workflow like with our totally. creative teams? Yeah, yeah, Because now, I guess, the first iteration would have been me and you, then me, you, and Tess. Mm-hmm. Me, you, it was crazy. It was at and It was Aaron, <laughs> Tess, and Tess. And then Tess moves to New York. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's me, you, Nicole. And Nicole. And then me, you, Nicole Austin. Totally. And Austin was a completely like curveball because he was now creating video. Yeah, exactly. Because right? we were like, what are you, what do we do? Everything with this for guy? us was print, digital, but, but yeah, 2D. yeah, yeah. And social. And social. Right. It was digital. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. <laughs> I'm right. You're wrong. Um, what's new? <laughs> and then Austin yeah. comes in, mm-hmm. makes amazing videos, yep. but didn't have a team yet. Correct. And then quickly, mm-hmm. but his team built faster than our team. It did. But why, why do you think that is? Well, I was going to ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do think once you once you start opening the door to mm-hmm. creatives, mm-hmm. the it starts it, it it starts to widen. Totally. Because people are talking about it more. People well, are seeing and it more. you like see that person. So when there was just photography, the f- other photographers they'll see that person and say like I can see myself in that person. But when then you start branching out to social or video, more yeah. people relate and they say like I can see myself in that person. When right? You, yes, I agree. I agree. So how do we balance giving direction and respect your team's own creative voice? So so three iterations. Now we're probably on, then this would have been, I guess we have done four conferences. During our third and fourth conference, it was probably mm-hmm. the strongest we've ever been creative. Totally. And there was a huge leap from two to three. Yeah. And a gigantic leap from three to four. Exactly. You know, because we do yeah. most things in-house. Yep. At least from the concepts. And then totally. if we need people, we'll bring people in that yeah. have production I don't know how to build a stage. I just yeah, yeah. come up with the we ideas. We need somebody to like actually fabricate it. But from, I think it was the, I think it was the closing video at the third conference where I was like, oh, everyone's crying. Which closing, which one was that? With all the, with all the windows opening and closing. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Austin? It was like the, on the a- Apple desktop. When you like double click and it zoomed in. And it yeah, yeah. Up. 
Dang, um, that was a really good video. We should link that video we in should. the YouTube. Yeah. In the podcast. Mm-hmm. But when we did that video, it was like, oh, oh, we've done something that. I think we like both sort of sat back and, and we were like, this is our new like ceiling. Yeah. I was like, this is our new ceiling. But also we've just achieved something we've never, I don't think anyone had achieved. To totally. That, to, you know. Totally. It, and so then we go into our fourth one. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty much not on creative at this point. I'm around. I still like, you're still like our advisor. Advisor. So like, hey, do you like this? No. Yeah. Or like, do you like yeah. this? Yes, you're on the right track. I would come in at the end and help shape things. Exactly, exactly. Um, Fine tune it. But I think the way we would balance giving direction and respect is that I would come in and as like an editor. Right. And be like, hey, I want to trim this out. I think you should get rid of this. I think mm-hmm. from anything, from lights or stage yeah. or environments. I'm now looking at the entire environment. Yep. But, you know, you're in it with graphics. Right. Austin was in it with, with video. Mm-hmm. Then he found some animators. Right, right. And then, you know, and then we're going to photographers and f- guys who are shooting on film and like the entire thing was evolving mm-hmm. and then COVID happens right right and then we hired new creatives totally. we've had, we have the biggest creative team we've ever had right and a lot of it was just going now I'm 33 <laughs> and how old are you 28 we're not old by any means no but we're not 21 right and so we're now like operating in mediums where I'm going I don't want to work there right <laughs> I don't want to work on TikTok that's yeah, not my that isn't sure. what drives me right for sure and but, I would agree. But it doesn't mean I don't value it. Right. So or, we, or know that we necessarily could use and we, it. And we could use it. Yeah. And so we started bringing on new guys mm-hmm. and we give them a lot of the freedom. Totally. But I look at it as this. When we hire creatives or we bring creatives on team, we're really giving people a creative lead. Mm-hmm. So for me to be like a creative director, I'm mm-hmm. really just a placeholder okay. in that way. Like. Okay. At the end of the day, it's going to look how I want it to look. Mm-hmm. But how like a certain reel or a certain post or a certain design. Right. I'm trying to build in cultural values of like, if we would follow all the churches on a different account and if they did it, we wouldn't do it. Correct. We'd like, be like, oh, we did this too like this is, too much. This is the board we're not allowed to touch. Exactly. And so we would always be looking going, we're never going to steal from people in the church. We want to innovate. We want to innovate. Exactly. We want to lead. The mm-hmm. goal was always be the creative direction for the entire church. Right. Be the creative direction for the for the entire world. Exactly. Like, let's let's get Apple to start stealing ideas. Yes. Let's get Adidas. Let's get, you which, know. Which, you know, some of the sometimes. companies have. And I met one of them and I was like, you know what you did. Yeah. And they laughed. And they did. And yeah. They knew. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's and a pretty cool. cool thing to say. You know? It is cool. Yeah. And it isn't bragging. It's going, I think we got to a place where our young guys were so good. Totally. It was world class. Yeah. But I think like the collaboration between everybody, like between all the teams, that was something that really worked well for us. And so the the feedback mechanism, I think it's just the honest the honesty part. Like that's yeah. not that's not the right direction. Or yeah. you're on the right track, let's refine. Cause yeah. that's really what that question is about, right? Yeah. It's really about how do you yeah, it's really about how much control do you give them. Yes. And yeah. we give them a lot of control. I would say we give them like ninety percent of the control. For sure. Unless it doesn't work. Yes. Which it's like just let's time out on that completely. Yeah. And like, let's like start, let's start it's, over. It's pretty rare. Yeah. I would say that that, that, that ever happens now. Mm, just, I had a couple last week. Did but, you? Yeah. You're shooting things down left <laughs> and right? Okay. Um, I think, I think a lot of it is like, we trust, we trust that their aesthetic is, is now evolved. Totally. And in a different direction. Exactly. So a lot of times we bring on kids who, who have an aesthetic that we appreciate and we like. You know, yeah, exactly. And then you, they bring that aspect, and then we kind of bring it into mosaic mm-hmm. and kind of adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, how? Okay, what is your creative goal? I don't want to get there yet. How do you stay inspired? Mm. That's something we dealt with a few years ago. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. into every day? Um, I, I do like this question. Okay. Um, I look for things in my everyday life that inspire me. Okay, give me an example. Um, let's see. So I love magazine stands. Yes. My go-to. Love magazine stands. So I love doing a little pit stop, getting a cup of coffee, and then picking out and just giving myself time to like look at what's inspiring me in the magazine stand. And so mm. sometimes I'll just like pick out like four to five magazines and I just read them. And I'm like, what is print doing right now yeah. that we could do or we can adopt? Yeah. Um. So I think like that is one of the things. And then I think like people are a huge inspiration. People are huge inspiration. Um, and I think like what they're going through, how they overcome it, that's like really inspiring. Um, but also like having a daughter, that's like that is um, creative fuel for me because I'm like, how do I – how do I be the best creative mom to her, you know, yeah. or not even just creative. Like, how do I be the best mom to her? Yeah. Um, I love traveling. Yeah. Which is like, that's been one of the hardest things, not being able to travel as much um, because that's really where I like love, love, love. I love other cultures and I love other like textures of life that really, really inspires me. Um, yeah. But those are just a couple things. I remember during COVID. Uh, yeah, I agree with all, all the things you're saying. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if I didn't, I guess it wouldn't matter. It's how you stay inspired. <laughs> But I, I do think I mean that's something I think we picked up from from our boss from mm -hmm. from my dad and and he he he's inspired by a flower on the side of the road like yeah he's always looking for inspiration in his everyday life yeah and he'll so, stop take a picture and then have this like brilliant long train yeah. of thought and I'm like whoa whoa yeah and I think you know you don't have to live in a big city to be inspired totally right mm -hmm. I think during COVID one of the most inspiring moments I had was when we went out to Jackson Hole mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah the band had a house. Mm -hmm. that they were recording the next record in. Mm -hmm. And it was awesome because they had taken time. They had all flown in. They, I think no, they, so they had all just had kids or about yeah. to have kids. Yeah. Mariah was pregnant mm -hmm. and wasn't, hasn't, hadn't told anyone. Mm -hmm. Did she mm -hmm. tell anyone? I think, I think we knew. Well, I had to tell the, the videographers oh that, my that gosh, we had. And then, that's right. So there's a creative house and then a musician's house. Mm -hmm. And I had to tell Brian, I was like, you're not allowed to <laughs> follow her. The whole point was to, to reality T, follow their every right, right, move. Exactly. Of like how they're, they're, and you're like, this could this could give it away give it if, away. You, so if she like, has to go to the bathroom and throw like, up or she, something. If Mariah walks away, she's the only person you don't follow. Exactly. You only shoot her, <laughs> film her when she's when she wants to be filmed. On scene. On on and when she walks into the booth or when she walks into the room to yep. write. And so she was running around being like throwing up. Yeah. And yeah. then running back in. And none of the band really knew. Not really, yeah. Brooke, did you so. know? You knew. She, she knew, yeah. We did. You knew and Carlos. I think at that point, it's yeah. like you kind of got to like let some people know. Let some people know. Because <laughs> she was like projectile vomiting every yeah. five minutes. Only so um, much you can hide. But I woke up one morning and for some reason I just couldn't sleep. Mm -hmm. Maybe because it was just so chill. I mean, mm -hmm. woke up one morning and going out to Jackson Hole, I'd never been there my entire life. And we stayed mm -hmm. out way in the country. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't Jackson Hole. It was like something else. Mm -hmm. And I woke up, saw the sunrise and there's like this valley, like the Teton Mountains. Mm -hmm. And there's just horses everywhere and I was just driving on this road mm -hmm. by myself to this coffee shop mm -hmm. and I was just I just cried yeah I cried so much but even like even getting there setting bags down and then like going in the backyard like that change of pace was like absolutely so refreshing it was insane so what about that how does that happen I, I don't know I think I think there's some things that I think sometimes our souls get our souls or our minds and maybe a mixture of both like we don't always let ourselves like release Maybe the, I think the way I look at it is like coffee. Like when you make mm -hmm. coffee, you're extracting something out of it. Right. And then you have to like, you have to uh, 
get rid of, dispose of yeah, yeah, yeah. like the rest of the coffee right, grind right. to make another coffee. Exactly. So I think sometimes we get left with all of that stuff sitting mm-hmm. inside of our minds mm-hmm. and our souls and our hearts and our whatever. Yeah. And we have to get rid of it. And I think when it stays too long, it, it rots. It, totally. It's like toxic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for creatives, it's like you have finding those things to like, how do you make- How do you can, refuel? Continue to refuel, but also- how do you because sometimes we've been in places where like nothing is happening mm-hmm. nothing is working right we're not okay yeah yeah and you still have to work totally you still got to do it and mm-hmm. so you know i think an ebb and flow is create as much as you can when you feel it yeah that's great so that when you don't feel it you have the remnants of it mm-hmm. yeah you know but I, mean? I think that you're really good at something that i really value in you is that you know when to change something okay so like you know oh i need to we need to go somewhere yeah or, you know, oh, this look, we've been sitting on it too long. Or it's not even time. Sometimes it's like this look is just, we need to change it, like yeah, visually. Yeah. Like a style and a, yeah. yeah, the and it, yeah. But it could be anything. Like you're really good at knowing and being in tune with sort of how culture is moving. So how do you do that? I don't know, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, some of it's just, a, to be honest, some of it's just a feeling. And, yeah. I, and I, maybe that's not the healthiest because I think sometimes we can be driven in our feeling. Like yesterday, Austin sent me a bunch of stuff, but I was annoyed at something else. Right. And so I was not feeling the stuff he was creating. Right. And so I don't, you know, I try not to destroy things when I'm not feeling it, (laughs) but I might not like approve something because I'm like, I don't know if I can like see this and feel something good Mm -hmm. and this inspires me or at least accomplishes something. But I would say this, like what I love about our team now is that I'm not involved in every situation. So when I see stuff like this moment, like just even this photo, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. The welcome home photo, mm-hmm. this one right here. Um, and that's Victoire mm-hmm. at team night. Yeah. And it's just a photo that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we painted our whole auditorium white. Mm-hmm. And Your I, call. I, I wasn't, what? Your call. My call. And I, I took out all of the lighting. Mm-hmm. I took out the huge trussing. You took out the stage. I took out the stage. Which we'll we talk about that out. later. Yeah. <laughs> I was stage, gone. Yeah. And I come back to no stage. <laughs> you, you were on maternity leave and Mariah was gone too, right? Yeah. You, you were like, let's just rip out the stage. And I, I sat down and I like, was I conniving? Was I go behind all of your backs? No, because you weren't here. Your backs were nowhere to be seen. And I sat with my bosses and I said, this is the only moment I'm going to have to do this because they're all gone. And so they get no say. And I had a list of things I was going to do when you guys left. And guess what? We're back. And that was one of them. Keep, <laughs> keep going. Back. Keep going. So you were looking at this photo. Looking at this photo going... I, I I couldn't necessarily explain what I wanted and this is exactly what I wanted. Exactly, yeah. And so we got there and it was a journey. It was a lot of sitting in the room going, well, what do you want? I'm going, I don't know. Totally, but the, the thing is, is we posted that later than I wanted to. But I know that the content we had two days before, even one day before yeah. was not it. What do you mean? I mean, we're I'm seeing like revisions after revisions and I'm like, this just isn't it. And so I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to tell the entire church yeah. Yeah, that yeah. we're launching yeah. this Sunday yeah. if it means that it's not on brand with like yeah. the uh, the gravity or like the importance of what we're doing. Yeah. And it matches the emotion. Exactly. I look yeah. at that that photo and I'm like, oh my gosh, that feel, I feel that photo. Yeah. You know? And so I'm like, I'd rather wait to post the right thing yeah. as opposed to posting the wrong thing two to three days prior yeah. or earlier, you know? And, you know, it's interesting. So, like, how do I achieve that thing? I'm yes. not entirely sure sometimes. It okay. is a feeling. And mm-hmm. so, it's a feeling of, like, 
Like I'm someone who in, in almost every room that I walk into, mm-hmm. I'm affected by the volume of the noise <laughs> and the lights. Our sensitive guy. Our sensitive guy. <laughs> so I walk into rooms and like, you're like I walk in the much. room and leave. Right, Because right. I'm like, I don't feel, I don't feel at ease there. Right, right. My brain literally cannot shut off. There's yeah. too much detail or mm-hmm. there's too much. And I'm like, I have to go, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Or I'll sit outside or I'll wait for you. Hey, right, right. Or can we shut the lights down? Yeah. And not to be like, oh, you, I, <laughs> I, you're, you, I've done this. Yes. Yes. Or I won't go back to someone's house or I won't go to a venue because I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like live music. Yeah. Well, you'll walk in here into our office and you're like, why is this light off? And I'm like… Huh? Every day. That hallway light right outside the studio. I cannot get that <laughs> dang light to turn on ever. Well, guess what? We figured it out, sort of. <laughs> no, because no, I came in and turned it on this morning. It's on. It's on no, right I turned it on this morning. No, I turned you it did on. not. I swear to you, I walked in late and I turned it on. Okay, well. Because I'm trying to take the week off, but I'm, it's not working. Well, here we are. Here we are. Okay, keep so, going. I say that we're trying to achieve a feeling. Mm-hmm. And the feeling is scarce. And right. the feeling doesn't happen every Sunday. Mm-hmm. It happens once in a while. Mm-hmm. But my job is to get us to achieve that feeling. Mm-hmm. And as many times as we can achieve it, that is the success of my job. Totally. But wouldn't you say like, if you're trying to communicate that to a team, that sounds a little crazy. For sure. Like I, there's this feeling and we want to achieve this feeling. Like that's really, those are like impossible handles to hold. <laughs> To like create what, <laughs> and I would say like nine times out of 10, we do, which is crazy. We get it. It's a weird thing. So how do you <laughs> translate, and Austin, you can jump into this too, but how do you translate the lack of direction? Because mm-hmm. when, when they title like creative direction, I'm like, you mean lack of creative direction? No, 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 no. I don't give a lot. I might give a photo. Like I went to an, I went, I told totally, you, like, yes. I went out one week with my friends and I ended up in like a disco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and you sent me I that I ended photo. up in a Chinese restaurant that turns into a, apparently like a, a club thing at night. Yes. And it felt, it wasn't like a club club. It was disco music. Right, right. It was cool. Also. <laughs> also, why was I there? I don't know. <laughs> but I walk in and it looked like a Tarantino movie. It was like right. all these like Chinese, like it's on Fairfax next to Blue Bottle. Okay. Crazy. And then all of these China balls mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And what happened? I sent you a photo at yeah. like one in the morning, mm-hmm. China balls. <laughs> like, this is it. This is this is the look. Yeah. And then you start deep diving mm-hmm. and then you find photos of China balls. Right, right. Find like a, a wide array. A wide array. And I'm uh-huh. like, no, no, no. And then we found this one art exhibit in like Tokyo that yes, had these beautiful which China I balls. I want to go there. I know. I want to go there too. And so I was like, this is the emotion. This is the thing we're right, trying right. to achieve. Right. It's, it's this. I don't want to be blasted by music anymore. Right. I don't want. Right. A forced feeling. Yes. I have too many friends I care about mm-hmm. for, for cringe. I think that something, like I think what we're both trying to say here is that like creativity is more than, what am I trying to say? Creativity is like the universal language for love. Yes. Or for. I don't know. I'm not trying to say that. Well, what are I'm you trying, trying to say? I'm trying to say I want China balls. I, but I would say like creativity, we're like, we're the communications team yeah. for the world. What, what I think. Yes, for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep what, going. What, what I think say? is this: as I, I, maybe I'm going into like a more of a like a ideological difference that mm-hmm. I have with maybe the greater church and what we are. Okay, and that I want to I want to walk in and feel like a James Terrell exhibit. Totally right, and that's Kanye, and that's a lot of that Kanye. I was a fan of James Terrell before Kanye, but mm-hmm. he definitely made it more of a thing. Totally, <clears throat> I want to walk in and I want the feeling of the room to make me cry. Mm-hmm. Or to be ha- cry with joy, to be overwhelming, joy, to be overwhelming, mm-hmm. and not sonically, right? 
which it, that helps. It helps, right? Mm-hmm. I want it to be overwhelming with like a piece. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, and, and even like team night, I think was a great example because that's totally. where this photo was taken. Yeah. I was in unpeaceful that night. I was on a long, exhausting phone call. You were on and a journey. On a journey mm-hmm. with a person. Mm-hmm. And I was in our office. I was in this room. I was pacing. I was, you know, doing what I was doing. Very that, like not at peace. Not at peace. Yeah. And then I walked in and I only got to see the second half. Mm-hmm. And I was blown away. Yeah. By how beautiful it felt. Mm-hmm. Like the light, you could you could feel it walking in. The light was pouring out of the mm-hmm. the, the doors and the windows. But it wasn't like it wasn't like you open up the door and it was like no, you know, like it no. was like oh my gosh. How many lights do we have in that room right now? That night, how many lights do we have? We had eight. That night we had two. <gasps> and we had two. We had we two. Had two, li- two that gives lights me it, it gives me chills. Oh my gosh, me too. It gives me chills. And right now we have eight in that room because. We have the, the three big fixtures now. So just three. Yeah, three big ones. And that's it. That's crazy. Before, how many lights did we have in that room? 45 million, 100 zillion, blah, blah, blah. S- 50? We, so many. Like 30, 50. 30, 50 like hard yes, to count. So. Like really, yeah, honestly, really hard like to hard to count. So, and this room is an example because I think this room is a, like a metaphor. It is. For our, our the way we create is that mm-hmm. we've, we've now moved from like this chaos thing Totally. Of like hitting everyone with information all the time and get to this, get to this, mm-hmm. get to this, get to this. I was like, I don't even really like, I want it to be so easy to understand that it's yes. like, that you you understand it in a moment. Right, right. Right? Yeah. And that I think is, it's like it's what, people, what chefs do with food. Right. Like I, you're telling a story, mm-hmm. but can I taste it? Yes. And I'm going, if we're really trying to help people understand something that is so ethereal mm-hmm. and so spiritual, mm-hmm. it ha- they have to feel in their spirit. Right. Not in, not sonically not visually. Mm-hmm. It's got to like almost be like something that hits their skin. Right, right. That's really beautiful. That's all I got. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. I love that. I have another question for you. Okay. Um, how was being a mom? How Ooh. has being a mom made you a better creative? I mean, you spoke to it a little bit, but maybe you could go little bit. deeper on it. Yeah. Um, I think, well, and you know this, but like had Rooney and then I was like, oh my gosh, am I supposed to be like a stay-at-home mom all the time? Yeah, you were and threatening us. I, you were threatening me. Get out of here. You too in the booth, Brooke. <laughs> I was like, good Lord. It, but it is like it's this, it's a bit of an identity crisis. Like I'm still me, but now I have this like little tiny human yeah. who, who needs me. Yeah. And so I'm like, am I supposed to be a stay-at-home mom? And you're like, do you want to do that? And I'm like, honestly, like if I watch her all day, I'm I'm exhausted, number one. <laughs> Uh, number two, like I don't, I don't honestly think. Not saying that I don't want to spend time with Rooney, but I don't think that I would be like my best self. And so I think, like, I think that you like really helped me see like you are your best self. Yeah. When you can like be your best person, like person. Yeah. And so I'm not my best self when I'm with Rooney twenty four seven. That's just like yeah. straight up. I'm yeah. my best self when I get to like crush it at work. Be creative, like lead a team yeah, and do that. And then I get to come home to her and be the best mom that I can. Yeah. And so I'm like my most creative when I get to still have, still have all this output, get input the same way that I would, which is like yeah. through Jesus, yeah. but different outputs. Does that make sense? You also, yes, it totally makes sense. And I think it's a really great answer. You mm-hmm. also had Rooney right when COVID started. Yes. So it wasn't like your, your, your few months off for maternity leave was fun. Right. It, you were trapped. 
trapped. So this was like one of the, f- this place, my family's place. Yeah. We really couldn't go even get coffee for the first for sure. few months. Like there was yeah, nothing sure. to do. Everything was shut down. LA, like I don't think people understand. I went to Miami last week to go to Vu. And just popping off. I don't understand what what I know. where country that is. I know it's definitely a different country. It's a different. It was a different wherever wherever Jeff Bezos went on his little rocket ship. <laughs> Jeffrey that Bezos. He went there. Yes, it was crazy. But yeah. also, I talked to a girl. She like she actually said she found me through Battle Ready because you were talking about me one time. Hey, and so she we zoomed or whatever, and she was like, I was like, how long has your church been open? She's like, uh, uh what? Like last fall. I'm like, yeah, you can. Hello, what? what I keep going. So I don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> so LA was just completely different. So you started mm-hmm. bringing Rooney to the mm-hmm. office. I did, yeah. So Rooney just like had, I held Rooney for an hour while you would go to work mm-hmm. and I would do all my emails in one of the lobbies where there was mm-hmm. sunlight during the winter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you would come and get her and then someone else would have her. Mm-hmm. And the, she grew up really social. She did. She the, does. The girl is a like social party animal now. She loves People and you see other kids in LA who yes. who, who had kids, and but they're that afraid of that was people. a huge like calculated risk that Eric and I had to take, and yeah. we're like, oh my gosh, parenting starts now for us. Yeah. You know, you kind of think like, oh, they're not for they don't have a opinion or a say yet, but it really did start really early on for us because, and we talked to your dad about this. We talked yeah. to Pastor Irwin. We were like, we think that not having her meet people will impact her yeah. from a socially developmental standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Social developmental standpoint. Um, this that seems like really harmful. And he's like, "You're absolutely correct." Yeah. And so it was like, yes, we had to risk her or us like catching the virus. But I thought that the greater risk was her social development impact. Like I thought that would be worse. Yeah. And so we ha- we had her meet people, and we yeah. were like, "Come on over, come meet her." And so yeah. You know, it's like you see, we've met kids around the same age of us as as Rooney, and they're they're bizarre. Yeah, it's like and then, and <laughs> laughing, needy. And they're, super yeah. needy, and they don't want to be around par- other kids or parents or anybody. And so I'm like, I'm grateful that we took that that calculated risk yeah. for her to meet people. Worst part of being on a creative team. <laughs> what a funny question. It's a funny question. Um, Wait, but let me ask you another question before. Okay. So do you feel any pressure to raise Rooney to know Jesus? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, here's my thing. Here's, I, like Jesus has impacted my life. Right. And he has changed me. Yeah. And I have a relationship with him. Yeah. And I hope that that relationship speaks volumes to Rooney. Yeah. You know, like I hope that the lo- the life that I live out is um, not like, I hope it is impactful, but I hope it's also inspiring for her. Yeah, I hope and it's I hope contagious. That it, exactly. And I hope yeah. that it sparks questions in her and I hope that she becomes curious about it. Yeah. I don't know if that's... No, I think it's a great answer. I think I was talking to someone the other day about it. They were like, okay, so your dad's a pastor. So how did how were you raised? Mm-hmm. I, was like, I was like, well, on one side, my mom was very, very fire and brimstone. Believe this. Believe this. Mm-hmm. You need to believe this. Mm-hmm. You need to love God. You need to be in church. You need to do this. Right, right, right. And of course, as a child, you're like, if I have to do it, mm-hmm. I don't love it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And my dad was on the other side of, I think once he became really aware that I was going through like a spiritual journey of like mm-hmm. questioning, does God exist? He very much so was like, oh, what do you want to go and learn about? Mm-hmm. And they want to learn about Buddhism. So mm-hmm. try to have a Buddhist day camp. I went... And, and you ended like, up not really liking that. Uh, no, I, I was fascinated by it. I said, yeah. I came back saying, I don't think he ever meant to be a God. 
Like he only meant to give like a, he, I think Buddha was like the first Tony mm-hmm. Robbins, like self-help guy. Right. You, you know what I mean? Like I think not, not, not like not belittling it. But totally. I think he was more about life transformation right, than right, he was right, actually right. about worship me kind of Exactly. Thing. Exactly. Um, I did Scientology. I said, I said that wasn't for me uh-huh. early on. He <laughs> dropped me off at a Scientology day camp. Oh my um, gosh, Aaron, I did not know that. Yeah, he, we flew to Japan and I, he left me during one of his sessions with um, the sh- at the Shinto Temple to study with the priest there. Cool. That um, seems safer than the Scientology drop-off camp situation. It was actually really fun. We drank a lot of tea. It was actually really cool. Okay. It, it was really cool to do the tour. To, like, they brought me in. <laughs> right, and it took right. a lot of time. So time with me. It was really cool. Um, that was the first time I went to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. They, um, I was in in Thailand and and with um, and w- with so many a range of mystics and all of these different mm-hmm. things. I, I I think for me, I was like, look, I I really do believe God exists. I think I don't understand why it has to be Jesus or why it has to be the church. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So I think at that sort of the beginning of the journey, my parents were really open-handed. Right, I'm sure right. my mom was having a panic. Oh, absolutely. But because they were so open with it, so free, they're like, if it's real, you'll come back to it. Right. If it's real, you'll, it'll, it will find you. Right. And you will find it. And it did. And it did. Mm-hmm. And so- I don't know. I don't necessarily feel the pressure of it, but mm-hmm. I go. I, I feel more pressure to go. Does she, is she safe? Is does right. she have? Does she have a? Uh, does she have? Um, does she, people love her. Yeah, yeah. She do with respect. Yeah, exactly. She understand the questions that she's trying to ask. Does mm-hmm. she feel like she, she has a space where she can ask questions? Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a good um, question. What's it like to work with Aaron and Erwin? <laughs> Aaron's like, tell me about me. Um, you don't have to. You can. No, I you do. don't have to answer. I love this question. Well, number one, you're my best friend, and I love doing this life with you. Look at me. I'm sorry, I'm looking at questions. No, you're dancing because you're like, yeah, she loves me, <laughs> um, and I do love Pastor Irwin, and I do think that um, we're we're family. Yeah. Right. No, we are. We're family. We and literally. So there's there's that spend holidays together. That yes. Seven of us, nine of us now. I don't and know how many on kids vacations there are. together. Yeah. It's awesome. It's the best thing. So there, I think with that, you see, you see the good and the bad. Yeah. So it's not like it's, it's <laughs> and the ugly. Totally. Yeah. But it's not like it's not corporate by any means. It's not like, hey, boss, I'm showing up and this is what, you know, it's not like checklisty. It's like, yeah. oh, f- you know, I'm also going through this. And we like sometimes we'll talk about what we're going through for yeah. hours out of the day. And then we get to like what our jobs are. Yeah. And so I love the family dynamic. I don't know if I could survive in a corporate setting, but Eric does. And that's like great. And, he and he's crushing it. And he's crushing it. He's like, I love my boss and I love my CEO and, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. He's talking about MNEs and GPRDs. And, and we are like, like, and you you do such a good job of asking him questions and staying involved. I'm kind of like this at him, like, <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> but I absolutely, that's a long answer for what is what I'm actually Yeah, what's it like? Say. Sucks or not? It is awesome. It's awesome? Yeah. Thank you. I love it. It's been tough moments. Absolutely. But I think it's like our loyalty to each other has like outgrown the like the ugly parts, you know. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. What can you think of a of a big creative failure that we've had? There are probably mm-hmm. it's probably so numerous we can't think of one. Yeah. But what would be a big creative failure that we had? I don't know, Austin. Does anything come to your mind right off the bat? I can think of like specific moments that it's like, oh wow, we really dropped the ball there. But as far as like a creative failure, like a look that was just like. I don't think it of like, work or... I think it's mostly like, I don't know. I don't know if this is like, okay to say, but m- sometimes it's the person that we chose. 
Austin just pointed and went, yep, that was it. But is that okay to say? <sighs> like sometimes it was just like, oh, we we invested for too long into the wrong person. Yeah. And to me, I don't, I don't, is that a failure? No. I don't like, see that. I don't think that that would be a failure. That was just maybe like a, a lack of wisdom. Yeah. My thing is this, if I, I will, I, because Nicole asked, like, talk about how you know. And you kind of mm -hmm. asked me that. Like, how do I know creatively? Mm -hmm. I don't always know. I think it's sometimes just a uh, 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 second nature, right? Mm -hmm. An um, instinct. An instinct. Mm -hmm. And I really do play with the instinct. Mm -hmm. um, in the moment I create something, and you know this, the moment we create something, I it's no longer mine anymore. Right. It's theirs. It's yeah. the people. It's whoever mm -hmm. likes it or doesn't like it. Or, Which is, like, honestly pretty crazy because for how, like, tight control you are, yeah. you really know when to relinquish it. Yeah. Like Sundays are not for, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, not that I don't enjoy Sundays. Mm -hmm. Sundays are not for me. They're for your friends. They're for my friends. Mm -hmm. And, and it's for everyone else, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I used to be a psychopath on Sundays mm -hmm. and I'm trying to like cheat, show that out. See, our, people are not failures. Like our, people wouldn't be our failures. Right. We have failed people sometimes. Yes. And people have failed us. Yes. Right. And so I yes. think there's a mutual failing. Right. And I think there's moments where we didn't fail them and they failed us. And there's right. moments where they didn't fail us, but we failed them. Right, right. And so that's like such a tricky combination. Mm -hmm. And that it sucks because it's so much of what we do. Like we can't do all of this by ourselves. Right, right. You know, mm -hmm. we're not a concert pianist. Mm -hmm. We play in an orchestra. Right. And sometimes like people show up and they're not mentally there. Right. There are days where I have not been mentally there. Totally. And so it's like our biggest failures are when we refuse to take a back seat mm -hmm. and let someone else lead. Mm -hmm. Because we're too arrogant to give it up. Or vice versa. Like we see that this person needs to take yeah. a backseat or take some time. Yeah. And then it always ends up, not always ends up, but sometimes it ends up like going poorly. Yeah. I mean, I never understand when, when you know, we've had moments where like, hey, you're the head of this creative team. And yeah. then, hey, you're not the head of it anymore. Mm -hmm. You're going to take a, a second and chill. Yeah. People get really hurt by that. And people are really offended by that. I genuinely love when it's things are, I, I genuinely have come to love and understand and respect when people go, when my dad or my mom, hey, you're no longer over that anymore. Mm -hmm. You got to let it go. Yeah. You got to stop. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to change how you, you see yourself and how other people see you, but you, totally. you got to take a break. Mm -hmm. It's healthy for you. Yeah. And you always end up better. You always after, end up like, better. You know, when yeah. you get out of it. So I think a lot of it is like when, when our biggest failures are when we, tie our identity in the mm. task right yeah not in the team totally that's really good dang that's really good yeah and honestly like i think our maybe our creative goal someone asked this and then we got to wrap because it's 54 and you can i'll give you your last words you can say whatever you want um but our, our probably our biggest creative goal one is to be the creative directors of the whole church that mm -hmm. people steal from us rip us off and are inspired by us mm -hmm. you know i'm not mad when people steal mm -hmm. i have been mad when people steal totally but I have, I've stolen, mm -hmm. I've borrowed, and I will continue to do so. Yep. And I, and as and as I do that, I will hopefully homage the people that I have borrowed from, and are proud that I borrowed exactly. and then evolved it mm -hmm. to something that's unrecognizable to them. Right, right. And go, hey, it started with this idea, mm -hmm. and now it's like this is who we mm -hmm. are. Um, but I think the creative goal would be that Mosaic, the same way the MSC has its own band, Mosaic has its own creative arm that. Adidas can hire out and, you know, fear of God and that 
I don't know, SoulCycle or Soho mm-hmm. House or, you know, all these entities um, can hire us out to be the creative directors for their companies. Totally. Because um, I think that's the future mm-hmm. is, so I think we, we, we are so good at telling story. Right. And, you know, and not that, not to belittle it and sell things, but to go like, hey, we can actually help you tell the story because we, this is the thing we care about the most is, right. is the story of. Mm-hmm. And understanding how people feel and react and are inspired and and because I my thing would be like I would love to build a creative agency that's hundreds of people. Any kid can they're no longer just serving at church, they're an intern at the agency. Right, right, right. And then they serve the church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, and everything we do is like working towards what we're building at Mosaic, mm-hmm. but they're also like achieving tasks that fund us that we never have to be hired by Mosaic. Right, right. Love that. That would be the dream. Mm-hmm. Okay, last one. And words. it's a, it's oh. hilarious to see like companies and brands and we're like, we could do that better. Yeah. And we could. We could. So, we in can. conclusion, hire us. I'm just kidding. No, I think so. We've almost done it a few times. Super close. We've gone super, we pitched over COVID. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you're at church? Mm-hmm. And I was like- it's a, little, it's a little tough to get- We learned a lot. Yes. So, we kind of have to be a different entity. Right. And then we'll kind of be a part of the church. And then we'll write hook them being like, ha, ha we we're love, the church. We love Jesus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I agree though. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Okay. You got anything? Any last words? Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for thanks for doing this. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to shoot this Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday. 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 You always do that. I do? Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> um, okay, so Tuesday. Hopefully this was helpful. And then we're filming it today. Mm-hmm. And it's going to come out probably next week. Or the week after. Who knows? Who knows? But I'm excited. So thank you for listening. We're so grateful for you. Thank you to every single person who subscribes to the podcast, who... Uh, has gone to our new YouTube channel. We have a new home and checked it Checked it out. Hit subscribe, uh, liked the video. I don't know, send it to a friend. We are also on iTunes, wherever you're listening to this, Spotify, YouTube, all the other ones. We are so grateful for us. But go to iTunes where podcasts are held and rate and review this pod. It helps people find us and, and, and we're over 800 reviews. It's incredible. That's so good. It's incredible. So I'm really excited. Um, do that. And also thank you to the 140 people who sponsor and donate each week. Anchor, who is owned by Spotify, has a really cool podcast platform and they make it really easy for people to help fund what we do. Um, this is its own thing. Battery is its own thing. I don't get paid to do this. Um, but you guys donate and it makes it really fun and we're really grateful and hopefully we'll be able to pour into that a little bit more over time. So we are grateful for you. We love you. Thank you so much. Share this with a friend on creativity and what else? Oh, 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 the genius of Jesus. Hello. Coming I am doing in a hot. book club, the genius of Jesus. Just so you're not bummed. My dad might say, hey, he might not. You're just getting me. <laughs> you're getting me. The genius of Jesus read by a normal person. No, but we're, we're going to do a book club after each chapter, do a little Zoom session. I am going to put in the link tree in our bio on Bad Ready Podcast Instagram, uh, the form that you can fill out. And I'm basically just going to email you guys uh, updates of like when we're jumping on Zoom. And that that's pretty much it. I'll mm-hmm. let you know what merch and stuff is, but I don't really send that many. I don't really send any emails. I've never done it before from Bad Ready. So <laughs> sign up for that. Um, my goal is that we create such a great kind of environment that you guys can do that with your friends and build this thing. This book deserves to be blown up. That's right. So uh, if you haven't bought it yet, pre-order the book, The Genius of Jesus. And maybe we'll get a battle ready book someday. Oh, that would be cool. That would be real cool. That would be real cool. All right. We love you. See you soon.